Well, hello, and welcome back to the end of the world, borderline <laughs> trash special episode. It's the end of the world. I am your host, Uncle of the Buoy, and this is my host of the co-host, the host with the most, the one with the brown bag with the malt liquor in her hand, the one that says, what's up, <laughs> Ash Handy. Ash freaking handy. Ash mother handy. <laughs> <laughs> so how is everybody today? I'm feeling great. I'm not. I had my <laughs> shit lined up for the show. Here we go. But I'm here, like always. It's I'm been a rough here. week, man. Yeah, it's been rough, weird. I haven't felt very good, and then my kid brought pink eye in my house, and... We were on pink eye quarantine yeah. yesterday. I ain't had pink eye since like elementary school. It was crazy. That's some crazy goddamn shit. All right, I finally got all my shit together. I just miss my contacts, honestly. Yeah. That's my only thing. I'm hoping I can put some in tomorrow. Yeah. See, and I'm the opposite. I can't do contacts. Tyler can't wear them at all. Because my eyes are too dry. <laughs> but I've wore them since I was 14, so you my know. contacts is what feels more comfortable to me, and my glasses are like, <clears throat> yeah. either See, I'm about to go to bed or something's yeah. wrong. Because <laughs> I tried them, but I just, that's what the doctor told me. He said, my eyes don't, I know, it's a little rocky. It's from a bunch of fatties sitting it's in it. It's all good. I just didn't know what that was. So I was like, "It's called the rodeo chair." I figured I'd give you the big chair. The chairs kind of make you comfortable. Booyah, bitch! It definitely helps. Yeah, you know, because like I feel like shit all the time. We, you don't look like shit. Oh, you don't have to be nice. I, I look pretty rough today. But you smell. Oh God! You hit the jackpot! Oh, yeah. There's a Easter fuck egg left kids. over in here from the. Well, I do this in Jackson's room. This is where it's half his po- half his room, half podcast room. He had an egg sitting up here, and Ashley's like, "Fuck it, hey. fuck them kids." Oh, and I got a question. I'm gonna answer real quick to uh, Kim because I up, always Kim? check on her if she's liking the show, and she's like, "Hell yeah, I always like it." Well, she uh, said, you know, she's. Real big Uncle Dickie fan. She asked me, how did I come up with it and why? Well, the reason for the Uncle Dick, Uncle Dickie character, <clears throat> when Ashley left, it was real, like I said, I had to do something. It was ronery. And it, you can ask Ashley. It's hard to find someone to click on you doing that stuff. You know what I mean? And everybody I did either ask would either be like, well, how much are you going to pay me? What? No, just can you do it? Yeah, we broke. So then I just got tired of it, and I came up with Uncle Dicky, and I was like, "Well, what can I do? What can I do?" And I was uh, sitting on the back porch one night in my creative mode, if you know what I mean, enjoying the nice, cool weather. And I was like, "So I came up with this Uncle Dicky character. That was my. That was Uncle Boo's cousin. You know me." My cousin from Boothville. And what made me think of it, because Jackie, my wife, she was a big-time weather person. She liked watching (laughs) the weather channel when when hurricanes would be hitting. And especially if they was close to Texas. Well, when one was hitting Louisiana, they said the outskirts is starting to hit the uh, furthest tip of Louisiana. Boothville, Louisiana. And I was like, no way. 
I looked it up. There's a Boothville, Louisiana. So I was like, I'll get this character and I'll call him a name. I haven't come up with the name yet, but I was like, he'll be from Boothville, Louisiana. And then I was like, I'll call him Uncle Dickie. And I thought of Uncle Dickie because there was a real redneck guy I used to work with, well, with your dad. When we was doing them uh, cars for the car lot, one of the mechanics in there was named Dickie, and he always kind of a redneck man, you know, tobacco, good guy, you know, real, real hick voice worse than mine, always chewing tobacco. And, yeah, he would oh, chew gross. tobacco during the day while I was working mechanic. And one of them. But when he went to sit down and after lunch, he'd have a cigarette or when he was drinking. But if he was up working, he'd be... Hey, man, what's going on? I've known a lot of people like that. So I've used his name, and I thought, hmm, Uncle Dicky. Pretty cool. Glad you like it, Kim. I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens. You guys, the numbers are always looking good. Like I said, I would much rather have little progress than none. So, And, too, I look at it this way. I do everything from my house, and I don't make any money off of it, and we do our own advertising. Which is word of mouth. But, yeah. All right, let's get on with some dirty news. My favorite. All right. I am, I am going to say this right off the bat. Uh, North Korea, because you're not going to hear this if you live in America on main media. But North too America. They're worried about wieners right now. <laughs> yeah, they're too worried about wieners and stuff right now. But, um,. North Korea is sending uh, 30,000 troops to Russia to help the Ukraine war. So, yeah, guys, it's not looking good. But me and Ashley, we get into more about that because that's what we've been wondering. What's fucking going to happen? What's going to crash? It just sucks because we don't really know what's going on. No, I feel like I'm in limbo. We really have no idea of what exactly is going on in the outside world, short of a few TikToks. And they're trying to get that taken away. Yeah. You know. It's really, really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. And it sucks because that bill went through and they're going to monitor the internet. So that means. Oh, it did? Yeah. So that means anything on this show, if I start drawing a big crowd and they see my growth growing. So are they taking TikTok They can listen. Yeah. When? Whenever they do. It's really going away. That's what they say. Now, yeah. But Sorry, y'all be, know me. I Google. Yeah, shit they're the going to be controlling the internet, and if they don't like what I'm saying on my show, then they can shut me down, put me in jail. Yeah, find me. That's another reason they want digital. So when they find you for something, they can just take it out of your account. But you know, everybody who loves socialism thinks that's such a fucking good idea. You're all stupid if you think socialism will ever fucking work. All right. While she's doing that, I'll get on with some other news. We got an Australian woman who finds a three-foot python in her kids' toys outside. And I didn't know this, but Australia has pythons. Fuck that. This python that was found there... Is one that uh, they usually find on the east coast of Australia. That's where it's kind. It's a kind of carpet python. And they're usually on the uh, other side. A carpet python? Yeah, that's what it's called. 
Crazy. And then we have in Milwaukee, I thought this was pretty cool. There's a, the old Milwaukee mall. It got uh, turned into apartments. It started as a mall in 1982. And then it, by the ni- after the 90s, it really started going downhill. Because there's really not many malls left anymore. Malls aren't a big deal anymore. No, and the ones that are open are like spooky empty. Yeah, it's creepy. Short of, this is not a racist statement. This is what everybody calls this shit down here, okay? The Mexican mall in Fort Worth, where I got Jolie's boots. Oh, yeah. That's the only one I've ever seen that's still popping, but it's because big sections of it are like a white people antique mall marketplace where you have all those booths in there. Uh, It's not all corporate, and I think that's why. And then they have a hell of good food places, too. Oh. But it started in 82, and by the 90s, close to 2000, it shut down. Well, one guy bought it in 2017, and for $65 million, they turned the uh, mall into apartments. <clears throat> and they lucked out, too, because there was a parking garage that was came with the mall. So listen to this. You got three different tiers for uh, rent. If you're a low-end guy, can't afford it. This, would, this right here would get you a one-bedroom, one-bath kind of all-together kind of thing. That's $1,315 a month. And then if you want to upscale a little bit, you can spend $1,485 a month. Or if you want to just live lavishly, $1,700 for the big room. And then on top of that, they charge you an extra one fifty for parking. Wow. Yeah. As if you don't pay enough in your actual rent. Yeah. Oh God, you'll love this one. It says the feds, the feds doing drills at the Boston Hotel went into the wrong room and arrested the people in it. Yeah, these people are sitting here just sound asleep, and all of a sudden here comes. Fucking the feds coming in. Freeze, freeze, nobody move, move. It was a fucked up drill. They was doing a drill and accidentally went to the wrong room. I think it was a sting set up. And they're like, hey, they're in the room. But it was the wrong people. It wasn't who they was looking for. I don't think it was a fucking drill. But that's kind of fucked up. Could you even, I would sue the fuck out of them. You know me, I'm all for law, law enforcement. But I saw one last week. Or maybe it was Monday this week. I want to say it was in like, where was that one at? Uh, it didn't. Oh, in uh, Boston. Okay. I don't know where this one was, but somebody with a warrant got the numbers flipped on the house. Oh. And it was a pretty big carry state like we are. Oh. And so, obviously, it's dark. It's in the middle of the night. It was a man and woman. It'd be like if somebody broke into me and Tyler's house. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we'd both be fucking packed. Your yeah. mistake, man. Your mistake, Shouldn't have buddy. broke in my house. Well, before they realized that they were in the wrong house because the suspect was supposed to be dangerous, the guy comes to the door freaking out with a gun, so they shoot him. It's the wrong house. They killed an innocent man who was defending his home because they got the numbers flipped I would on the residential the number. Fuck out of them. See, yeah. that's what's fucked up. The house they were supposed to go to was like 5345 or something, and they went to like 5436 or some oh shit like God. that. I don't know. But yeah. I would have fucking. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Wow. All right. Oh, listen to this shit. Now the roaches are adapting to the pest control chemicals. <laughs> the world's going to be taken over by roaches. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to, that's our ending. We're going to be fucking roaches. That's what we're going to be. They're going to turn us into I hate them. You know, you don't even have to be dirty to have them. You don't. You know, like people with septic tanks, they will crawl out of your septic tank through your fucking drain tubs and stuff. Ah. Yeah. Roaches are the longest living. They have lived through every. Yes. Yeah, they have lived through a lot of shit. I don't know. Is she it. running it? I don't know. Maybe the cat's getting her. Hey! Oh, the cat's getting her. Oh, well, the kitty was attacking Jolie. My cat was attacking her. Okay. I'll save this last one when she gets back. Because this one's pretty weird. All right. She's coming back. Anyways, I'll just go ahead and say it and tell her when she comes back. This one's pretty fucking creepy and weird. Just in time. Cat chasing her. That's what I figured. He's still a cat. I mean, a kid, and he wants to play yeah, all the time. Yeah, my kid was terrified. Did you hear all that? Yeah. Ah! Freaking the fuck And he's out, thinking, man. I just want to play. Yeah, he's like, what's this little girl's problem? <laughs> Our last one, and you'll like this one, Ashley. It's fucking creepy. German oh, officials creepy. on the border of uh, whichever, I can't remember which country, which country it is that they border where that's happened. But it says uh, German officials at the border seized cooked bats and a ton of unfridged fish. <laughs> And the bats were under the fish. Unrefrigerated fish? Yeah. That means it was just whatever, just out there. They weren't free. Do you know how bad that would smell? Yes. But that's a delicacy in some places. Stinky fish. But cooked bats? What the fuck? I didn't know that kind of shit kind of went on on the black market. Oh, everybody eats everything, man. Oh, God. I just... But I do know people like uh, the fucking... Fish. It's There's a even a people black market. Oh yeah, like you where you can everything. try to get people, like actual people, to eat. Yeah, or remember hostel. That's kind of the same <coughs> concept. <coughs> and that's why I never went to Germany on a scholarship. No. Anyways, that was our good old news of the week, guys. That was brought to us by Security Finance. Yeah. All right, and I'm going to do my road stories. What are you doing over there? It looked like she's, I don't know what the hell, but I looked over and she's got gum in her mouth and she's like. (laughs) See, I thought I was prepared. I love bubble gum. It makes me feel bubbly. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Take it to the limit. One more time. Okay, now this story is uh, Keith Richards 
Richards snorts his dad. What? It says Keith Richards snorts his dad. Oh, no. I've heard of this. Yeah. All right. Keith Richards is, Richards is one of the uh, mo- world's most talented guitarists in history. In 1962, in 1962, he helped from he helped form the Rolling Stones, and since that time, the band has sold over 20 million records. Inter- inter- interestingly. Keith Richards regrets the uh, acoustic guitar as the uh, basis for his playing. Once saying that he felt the uh, electric guitar would charismatic with his charismatic personality. And Zappa's music was extremely popular in some European countries. He was also highly uh, monitored by the U.S. government. On September 4th of 1971, Frank Zappa and the uh, Mothers of Invention were performing a concert at the uh, Montrex Casino when a member of the audience decided to fire a flare gun into the the, room. Rat, rattled covered ceiling. The casinos quickly caught the... Uh, man, am I reading the right fucking one here? I started out. I think I fucked up. Because that's Frank Zappa. I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, I was kind of confused, Richards. but I was like, maybe they come back together. You know what? I fucked this episode up today. I'm not going to fucking do it. It'd be fine. That's all right. I we'll fucked do it, it next up. time. We'll do Keith Richards next time. That's what I get for smoking too much of the devil's lettuce and thinking I knew it. You know, it's all good. Yeah, everybody knows that if I didn't have a heart condition, I'd be doing the same fucking thing. Jesus. Anyways, believe me, being sober and fat is not all it's popped out to be. <laughs> and I'll do my mob story next week too. But anyways, sorry about that. I f that shit up. Yeah, because I was reading that, going, wait a minute, I'm talking about Frank fucking Zappa. So what happened was I didn't have the rest of the story on the back of the page like I did. I've got it, but my notes were all kind of fucked up when I got in here. I didn't have them right. It's okay. Well, I say then we'll get Ashley to do her thoughts. Yes, before I get to that, though. Let's ramble. Y'all know me. Let's. Okay, I don't watch. I don't really watch a lot of stuff. Okay, so whenever I watch something, I make sure to tell everybody, hey, this is great or this is shit. Yeah. I've watched two new movies in the last month. Excuse me. Because you can ask Steven. I literally told him I've spent the whole week. Watching the Hunger Games again for what? Yeah. This is probably like the 70th time. Yeah. For real. <laughs> I like the comfort of knowing that what I'm watching is a good movie because I take a chance on watching these new movies and I just, I feel like it's like three hours of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah. So there was one that I had more than five people tell me was a good movie and this one's more of a chick flick, but I still think you would think it was cool. If you have never seen, and it's on Netflix, if you've never seen Where the Crawdads Sing, you should watch it because it's pretty badass. It's a pretty good movie. It is emotional. It is more what I would consider a chick flick. Um, <clears throat> that one is like two hours long, but it is totally worth your time. <clears throat> the one that I wanted to warn everyone about not to watch because I like westerns. And I like Dakota Fanning. 
And I was like, all right, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I think it was Sunday and watch a movie. And of course, the one that I picked was almost three hours long. Oh, God. It was called Brimstone. It was the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, the acting was great. The directing was great. But the shit in that movie is permanently scarred into my brain, and I will never be able to unsee it. Was it that bad? It was so rapey. Oh, like, rape we, scenes? Like, the first, 30, first 20 minutes of it gave, like, a the village kind of vibe, and I was like, ooh, this is creepy. This is cool. Um, And then we went straight to Rape Town, and we stayed there for the whole movie. <laughs> what they do? Just run around raping people? I don't want to give it away. It's like, hey, girl, you look good. I'm going to rape you. It was just super uncomfortable. And then the twist in the story made it even more uncomfortable. And the ending was super shitty and didn't give me any. Like, at the end, at least I thought there'd be like a beautiful moment where it was all worth it. No. Yeah. No. Wow. No. Three hours of my life, I can't get back. And there are literal parts in that movie that I literally see in my head like a movie screen that haunt me. Jeez. <laughs> That's nuts. So just wanted to give everyone that warning. Do not so, watch Brimstone. Brimstone. If you want to watch it and or not, let us know what y'all think. <laughs> but just be prepared. You're going to get raped a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry I fucked that one part up. God it's all good, damn man. it. But anyways, yeah, me and Ashley's been kind of bitching anyway. We're not trying to be worry warts and think about the end of the world, but it's like me and her were saying, if the dollar really does go to shit and these banks fail, what the fuck? I mean... Well, and I struggle anyways with my depression because of my heart problems right now. Like, I'll be honest with y'all because I just feel like talking today and I feel like being honest about it. I feel guilty about how I feel and about saying this, but it's the truth. I'm just very tired of living my life. And I don't say that in a suicidal way. I mean that, like, I am exhausted. She's tired of being tired all the time. Yes, literally. I am literally, I miss my old self. I miss living my life. And then with all this new shit going on, it's like I have this feeling that the world's going to end and I'm... Not only have I not been able to live my life for a year, and I don't know if it's even ever going to get better, but like if shit gets crazy, I have to have medication every day to survive. Yeah, that's what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, what are people going to do that take medication? You know, it's just started a whole new wave of depression and a whole new wave of feeling like, well, nothing's ever going to thinking about it because you see this or see that. You know, I mean, it's like. World War Three is like right at our door and nobody gives a shit. You know, we're fixing to all be a bunch of broke asses, but no one gives a shit. We're because more we're fighting for pronouns. We're, we're more important on watching the news and seeing who gets put in jail and who gets arrested. And There's a huge divide in our country right now and I wish it wasn't there. Yeah, like even World War Three stuff aside, I'm yeah. really sad about our country. I don't think it's the greatest place in the world. It's to really live. not. I don't want to go anywhere else because I still think other places are a lot worse. But I'm just sad. I'm just really depressed. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh, when the kids move, I'm just going to move to Norway. No, well, that's too I mean, cold. 
<clears throat> yeah, I couldn't do anywhere cold. Yeah. I don't know. I'm concerned this year, though, because, you know, I usually like heat. Well, people with heart problems can't withstand Oh, the yeah, heat that's right. Well. This is your first summer kind of being diagnosed. Because I wasn't as sick last year as I yeah. was this year. So, like, does that mean my whole summer is just going to be... Fucked. Yeah. It's super sad. Really? Yeah. It's just getting to know what you can and can't do now. I know. I just have to be careful because it gets so hot outside and every other year I'd been fine, but... That's what sucks. You know, all your whole life you've been living your life this way and then now you're sick and you're like, God damn it. Yeah, and it's hard because I know everybody is supportive and I know especially people that aren't even your direct family members but like, you know, your friends or whatever, they try to be supportive and they're like, oh, you'll adjust and... And just find the positives. I have a lot of positives in my life. Yeah. I have a beautiful daughter. I have a really cute little house. I have three beautiful dogs. But guess what it's, that means for me? I have a daughter I can't play with. Yeah. I have a daughter that I can't take to go do stuff most of the time because I'm sick. I have three dogs that I can't take to the park anymore. I've got a kayak I can't get in. I've like, I get what everybody's saying, but there's no upside yeah. to this for me. I'm not the type of person that's just happy to sit on the couch for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that has been my life for a year, and now I'm getting to that point where I'm just super tired of it, but I can't do anything about it, yeah. and it makes me more Well, it agitated. pisses you off. Yes. You know? I deal with a lot of anger, and I don't think people realize where that's coming from. I'm not angry at anybody else. I'm mad yeah. at this fucking shitty body that I've been dealt. Yeah. And it would be different, I guess, if I had always been like that, but like you yeah. said... I was I lived my life yeah, you, this way for 29 years. Yeah, now they're like, well, you need to uh, slow the, the fuck down. Yeah, and, and usually, ask Steven, slow was never on my usually, fucking radar. When you're and you're when you're 29, you're getting ready for your 30s. You're in the prime of your life. That's the exactly. best part. That's the most activist active time in your life. Yeah. So, I need everybody to be thinking about me because I really need this last heart test to show to me something and i don't even give a shit if whatever it is it takes six months to fix a year to fix whatever i'll do that one year if i can have the rest of my life back yeah yes but it's yeah so that's where i'm at so if i seem on the show sometimes like i'm not really here i don't really care I'm just depressed. She cares. She's just fighting some demons. Yeah, some hardcore demons. And then, you know, it don't help to being sick like this and the world being the way it fucking is. Yeah. Like, it's like a double whammy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, God, did you see that one? Um, Since we're talking about world stuff, that monk guy, the great, ooh, the great Shalama Lama or whatever, or the great Allah or Dalai. I don't know. He told his little kid to suck his fucking tongue. Wait, what? Yes, he's this like big time. I can't remember what religion it is, but he's the great. They call him the great. I can't shawl or something like shaman? that. Is yeah, shaman? that's him. I think that's you know him. I'm getting my Googler. Anyways, he was somewhere. This kid came up, wanted a hug, gave him a hug, kissed him on the lips, and then he uh, stuck his tongue out and was like, "You suck my tongue," and that yeah, he made that little kid suck his tongue. It went. We just all keep getting over. more open and open about. It was the Dalai Lama. Yeah, the Dalai Lama. That's who sucked. Yeah. 
Three days ago, the 87-year-old Buddhist high priest says he regrets kissing a young boy on the lips and asking him to suck my tongue. I don't give a shit if That's you gross. It. Yeah. That, that video went viral. uncomfortable. Yes. You could see that little boy was like... Huh? Why is everybody just so open with fucking with our kids now? I don't know, man. I'm just saying it happened... The, okay, Greece was like one of the most lavish, coolest societies ever in history. Yeah. And they went to shit whenever they started getting weird sexually in fucking kids. Yeah. That was their... their they went all the way up to the top, <laughs> and then they immediately fell apart. Yeah. And see, what's crazy is, you know how I've always told people that we're going down the same route that the Roman Empire did? We're following yeah, it too. to a fucking T. If you go back and look how their uh, military was, we're doing the same shit. Yeah, Greek and Romans. Yeah. You know? Because the Romans were like that, and the Greeks, they were fucking kids. Bunch of sick bastards. Man, that just makes you feel gross. It makes you feel like our country was propped by... Was perverts? And I'm not saying that before all this happened, I would just be totally cool... With my kid going anywhere and doing anything. I've yeah. never been that parent. But having a little girl that's in the age group of really popular sex trafficking right now and everything else. Yeah. I'm, I won't lie to y'all. I'm scared all the time. I'm literally scared of everyone around my kids. Yeah. Short, cause short it won't, of my family members. Yeah. Cause then they've, and they, they'll show videos of people so ballsy. They'll pick a girl out. They'll follow them around. And like at Walmart, let's say on Sundays when it's fucking the busiest, they'll come by and grab a kid and the mom won't know until two or three minutes later and it's already too late. Uh, yeah, that's why even though my kid is only six and people can judge me if they want to, whatever, I didn't tell her that she was going to get sex trafficked and raped. Yeah. Crazy shit like that. I just sat her down after that Athena kid got killed. Yeah. I sat her down and I said, hey... Sometimes there's bad people, and if you ever encounter someone that you don't know, I'm you assume that's a bad person, and if they try to take you anywhere, do anything, whatever, I said, you cause the biggest scene. You kick, you scream, punch, fight, bite, yeah. whatever. But if you can cause the biggest scene absolutely possible, basically don't talk to strangers, and if someone ever tries to take you with them and you don't know them, be fucking insane crazy. Yeah. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Well, that's like John's wife. She used to go to the track sometimes here in Manor Wells and jog. Well, one day uh, she was down there and there was a white van that kept kind of circling and it parked in the parking lot and she went straight to her car and called John. Um, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say is I'm a 30-year-old woman and especially before I got sick, you can ask Stephen, not scared of anybody, um, not really scared of anything, pretty pretty confident in my physique. Now, I'm not stupid. I'm yeah. not one of these women that's like, I can take down any man. There I'll are beat plenty. Their yeah, ass. there's plenty of men that could most definitely overpower me. I'm not a fucking yeah. moron. Um, but I, as a female, I'm scared to go places by myself. There's been plenty of times whenever Tyler's at work and I don't have Joe Lee that I have felt good enough because unfortunately I don't live in a neighborhood. Like if I was at the old house, I could just go take a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. But I don't live anywhere like that anymore. So no. I have to go to a park or I have to go to a track or whatever. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable going anywhere like that by myself. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's, I don't. it's crazy right now. Everything's crazy. It's it's like there's no reality. 
It's it's like what's up is down, what's down is up. No, and yeah, it, what you said is correct. And the other thing weird. too is if we think it's dangerous right now, give it six more months of people not being able to live in their homes and feed oh, their God. families. They're, people yes. get ten times crazier whenever yes. you squeeze the fucking life out of them. I'm talking about the country as a whole, and you create a bigger margin of poor people that are literally have nothing to live for. Yeah. The crime rate. You think the crime rate is bad now? Yeah, it's just going to keep shit getting really bigger the because nobody has anything to live for. People are going to yeah. start getting desperate. They're going to start getting mad. Well, hell, like Portland, Portland shut down four WalMarts because they got tired of people coming in there and stealing all the time. They was doing snatching grabs. And the, yeah, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it, it reminds me of that scary movie, scary movie too. Oh Whenever God! Whenever he acts like it's a camera thing, and he's yes. like, "Y'all don't make it out, whatever." And then he lays the camera down, and he's like, snatch and grab. And everybody comes into the gas station <laughs> yeah. and takes all the shit off the. <coughs> yeah, but yeah, I can, I can imagine if and you then in a, that many people in, do in that. Chicago, same thing. Four Walmarts, Walmarts closed down because they got tired of snatch and grabs. And there was a J.C. Penney. Somebody was TikToking it. People just walking through there grabbing shit and coming out. Yeah, it's going to start happening. I'm more like, more oh, my God. It's going to get crazier and crazier. Yeah. I really give it by the end of the year, and it's going to be, in my lifetime, the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. I hate to cut it short today, guys. I got to go take checks in a baseball. Where's he practicing at? Oh, he practices in Millsap. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, hell, this weekend, his game's in fucking white I know, settlement. I know. But... He's getting older and he's traveling more playing it. My kid's getting up there. I'm about to have to start putting her in shit too. So I yeah. get it. Well, God, like this weekend is going to be busy because Lexi wants to take them uh, wrestling. And then uh, Saturday they have, he has a game Saturday at lunch. And then he's got that in the afternoon or that night. So, yeah. But I hate to cut it short, guys, but... Uncle Dicky will be at the be in the end of the program, so don't forget to stick around for that. And next week's episode will be better. I won't f it up. No, we'll be fine. This was still a good episode. Yeah, it was. And two, the only reason we had a quarter day because Ashley and the baby, Ashley and her, I still say baby, and she's <laughs> it's not. It's because she's, of the pink eye. The pink yeah, eye screwed up everything this week. So when I say Ashley and her baby, she don't really have a baby. I still Jolie's six. I but, know. You know what I mean, but yeah, usually they come over on a Wednesday, but they were sick and they didn't come over yesterday. And uh, if you guys have been listening to Ghost Stories, I did move that from uh, Wednesday to Saturdays now to give me some more time during the week and stuff. So, yeah, it'll be great and refreshing. (laughs) Refreshing. Because like on Fridays, I don't really do much, so I can record on Fridays for that. I'm going to try to get on here and do some uh, some uh, some live stuff. I was thinking about on Friday nights, like at 9 o'clock or 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting on like, here for like 10, 15 minutes bullshitting with the fans if they want to well, get on. Well, that's what everybody does nowadays to get all yeah. that shit going. So. I figured I'm going to do that. Try to start doing that. I'm trying to, do, I'm trying to make more time to do more stuff like that. Cause, yeah. You know, I know you people. I know you people love us. But we want to thank you guys for listening to the show, guys. You guys are what keep me going. But as for Uncle Boo. Oh, and Ash Handy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I spaced out for a minute. Uncle Boo and Blank Handy. <laughs> I'm cool. 
Yeah, because we didn't even get to read your shit today. That's all right, though. We was talking about important shit. Yeah, it's all good. But you guys be good, be real, be nice to each other. And guys, we got to cut the bullshit and come together. Like I said, our government Remember, does not want us. Remember, everybody's probably just fucking yes. depressed. <laughs> you know, our government does not want us. Any government does not want you together, thinking alike, or having a brain. So, remember that. Be nice to each other, man. But uh, this has been Borderline Texas Trash. Holla at you later, player, player. Peace out. Well, well, it's your good old friend, Uncle Dickie, baby. I hope y'all ready for some fun in the sun today, baby. Because we're going to have fun. Living fun, having fun, baby. Woo, it's me, baby. We're going to get down, we're going to get up, we're going to get funky, baby. It's your friend of mine. It's Uncle Dickie from the good old Boothville, Louisiana, baby. Woo, woo. From down here, from a little bitty old plateau. Down here, it's in Louisiana, baby. Hope everybody's having a great day. Hope everybody's having a great week at the work there. I know it's been going good over here for Uncle Dickie, baby. That's all I can say about that. Woo, Lord, it's awesome. So glad you're back, Jack. It's your friend of mine, Uncle Dicky Time, baby. I'm kind of glad I do this at the end of the show when I get to wrap the show up like this there. I, 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 I think that's pretty cool, man. But I just want to give everybody a big old hail to the hello and see how everybody's crack-a-lacking up in here. It's going pretty good down here for me, guys. Everything's going fine, living the simple life down here. I just can't complain, baby. We just had some rain off and on. We get some rain off the coast some, but rainy season's still here, so we're going to we're having a pretty we're having a pretty we we're having a pretty deep we're having a pretty decent um uh. We're having a pretty decent uh, spring down here, baby. It's pretty wet, looking good. So it's going to be a good old, good old summer, hopefully. Because we don't like a good hot, a good dry summer down here sucks. But when you live right here by the coast, you really don't never really run out of water. <laughs> but I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my friend out there in Canada, old Kim. She, 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 she. She's a good old friend of the show right there, but it's all good in the hood down here, guys. Uh, of course, uh, Junior, he's, he's playing that baseball. Like, he, he just, they're out in the middle of the season right now. They're going to start playing the first district game, um, uh, I think, tomorrow night. I think it's the schedule. I have to look. It's either Friday night or Saturday night. I have to look. But anyways, yeah, he, he's been doing that. and um, Yeah. The other my girl, uh, daughter, she's a junior high. She ain't she ain't really doing sports right now. She ain't really doing anything. And uh, my like I said, my other daughter's in college. She's uh, wrapping up her. This will be her um, end of her freshman year, I believe. There, I have to look at that, but I do believe it might be the first year. I have to see that old baby. But yeah, everybody's doing good down here. Me and Mama doing good. Ain't doing nothing wrong, just uh, raising the family down here and having a good old time. We had a good old Easter, and it was a good old handful time, man, because when we all get together with all our kids and everything, because just me and my wife, we have one, two, three, about six, we have six kids, and I have cousins that have four to six, seven, eight kids in their family, so everybody, uh, you know, uh, 
has a lot of kids and their family down here. See, you know what we be doing all the time, but we still get our work done. We just like a big family. So we had, um, oh, God, I think I cooked. I know for sure I cooked like two big old briskets, and uh, I cooked me some of uh, some of some crawfish. We did a crawfish, of course. But then we did um, some deer. Everybody uh, loved the deer. Because like, cause like what we'll do is, since our family's so big, I got such a big property, we just come over the night before and people start preparing everything they're going to cook and the women are in there in the kitchen doing their thing, getting everything ready for the next day, doing no meals and no meal prep and us guys out there by the grills and the cookers and stuff and cooking up some good old stuff but we get everything like i said from deer meat to fish to gator to crawfish to hamburgers to boudin to gumbo i mean we have such a huge family and it all it all we never really have much leftovers and then the leftovers that we do have baby we take it down there because it's usually too much for everybody to eat some of us take it home but what majority is left over i take down there to the local um homeless shelter down there and i give them the rest of the food we have from easter it's always a good thing i put it all on packages for them and i take it down there monday for them i've been doing that for years it's just like our family thing that's what we do but anyways yeah it was a good old fun easter we uh started cranking that sucker up about thursday some of the some of the uh the old timers you know that are serious and love the family time come down on Thursday, uh, come down on Thursday, uh, and then, uh, Friday, we get the rest of them, usually, uh, Friday, the majority, the rest of them come in, and then, uh, Saturday, it's usually the scragglers, the people had to work on a Friday, but it's a good old time, and we have a shit dig people down here, baby, but it's all good, and I'm sorry if I'm if I'm rambling, guys. But I'm going to get on out of here. But next week, I might have a special treat for you guys, baby. I'm going to do, uh, I might do something for you. You know what I mean there, Jelly Beans? But I just want you guys to know, you guys be good, be real, be nice to each other. And whoever you listen to this, baby, you don't have to, uh, have to always uh do what they tell you if you know what i mean guys let's be nice let's be so let's be nice and not be divided anymore let's be nice and you not baby we need to because our government everywhere is around the world going to shit but hey hey but i'll check you cool cats later this has been uncle dickie down here in boothville louisiana baby i'm sure glad you guys came i'll see you be good be real and like my daddy always tell me, think before you whistle. And I don't know what the hell he meant by that, but he used to always say, think before you whistle. Don't know if he meant think before you talk or what, but he was drinking that night too. He, he was drinking with the guys, and he was like, son, if you, ever over, if you ever remember anything, I'll tell you, remember. And then he said it, and I was like, what? Think before you whistle. Think before you whistle, son. So just remember, that's a word of the wise, baby. Think before you whistle. We'll see you later, guys. Be good, be real.